Listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke, your daily Broncos podcast. The Denver Broncos are heading up north to North Dakota to watch quarterback Trey Lance at the North Dakota State Pro Day. Could he be an option for the Broncos at 9 plus? The AFC West has been impacted by roster cuts. How does that bode for the Broncos? And we sit down with Broncos defensive lineman Mike Purcell for a one-on-one interview on today's brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Lockdown NFL Network, your team every day from the south stands to the end zone. I am your host, as always, Cody Rourke, senior NFL analyst at Pro Football Network and Broncos insider for the Lockdown NFL Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. You can follow the podcast at Lockdown Broncos. Like us on Facebook and make sure you're subscribed if you're not already doing so already to the podcast for daily exclusive content at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and our good friends over there, Radio.com. But welcome in, Broncos country. Hope you guys are doing well. Happy Friday. Getting into our Broncos news and notes today before we get into our one-on-one interview with Mike Purcell. It was really great sitting down with him talking about the offseason, his recovery from his foot surgery from last year, his time in San Francisco, and just his adversity that he's experienced coming into the NFL and now getting a contract extension. We go deep into the conversation with Mike Purcell a little bit later, but we got to get to our Broncos news and notes first. Broncos general manager George Payton and members of the coaching staff and several scouts, they are headed up north to watch North Dakota State quarterback Trey Lance at his pro day. And the question on everybody's mind, because the Broncos are heading up north to watch him, could he be an option for them at nine? Everything is certainly possible, folks. And right now for George Payton and this Broncos organization, they are going to do the the necessary research on every prospect, not just quarterbacks, but wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, offensive linemen, defensive players. They're going to do their due diligence there. It gives them a chance to look at more than just Trey Lance, but Trey Lance is going to be the focal point as to why they're going up there to watch. And for Trey Lance, there's a lot of questions for him coming into the NFL, playing at a smaller level school in the FCS in North Dakota State. The Broncos obviously have one of his former teammates, Derek Tuska, on the roster as well. But for Trey Lance, there's some questions. And now in his only action, the one game that he played in 2020, and his overall numbers were not impressive. He struggled a little bit against Central Arkansas early on in the season back in October over where he went 15 of 30 through 149 yards, obviously a 50% completion percentage, where he averaged five yards per completion, two touchdowns to one interception. He was sacked three times, uh, but ultimately they came away with a 39 to 28 victory over Central Arkansas. So that film right there is something that I think some NFL scouts have put out there that maybe he would like uh, you know, to have burned in a sense. Maybe he shouldn't have even played in that game. That's what a lot of people have talked about. But for Trey Lance, he has an opportunity here at the Combine, at the pro day to be able to showcase his physical traits that's going to be one of those important things that you have to look at as well physical traits are something that he's coming into this draft and a lot of people are praising him for yes he has some of those certain explosive athletic traits to his game to his repertoire but can he be the guy that can process the field as a quarterback yes he's mobile he can do things with his legs a lot of people are trying to make the comparison to Patrick Mahomes but the sample size is really not that comparable between the two. Now, however, when you look back at the 2019 season for North Dakota State, he had a completion percentage of 66.9%, having 192 completions in comparison to 287 attempts, 
2,700 yards, 28 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Obviously, that's very efficient football there. 9.7 yards per completion in terms of his passing repertoire there for North Dakota. So a lot of questions for him. Could he be going in the top 10? There's certainly a possibility. Could he go sooner? Definitely a possibility there. Could he go later? That is all on the table right now for Trey Lance, and many NFL organizations will be there to see if he could be one of those underrated steel players that maybe they could get, and maybe he could become the next big thing in the NFL. However, it's going to be a long journey. He's got a lot to prove and a lot to work on still in his game, but the Broncos, they're going to put in the work to do diligence of watching him and evaluating all potential options for them there. Now shifting our focus here to the AFC West, the Broncos, they suddenly look like they have the best offensive line in the AFC West after the Chiefs yet. Yesterday, they released left tackle Eric Fisher and Pro Bowl right tackle Mitchell Schwartz and their center Austin Ryder is likely departing in free agency. Now this bodes well for the Broncos. You have to wonder, a lot of these decisions by the Chiefs really came to free up some cap space. And it goes to my point where the Chiefs, despite the fact that Patrick Mahomes' overall cap hit is not that extensive just yet, you have to find a way to create balance. You have to be able to find offensive linemen. And so for the Chiefs, they're going to gamble on Mike Remmers. LDT supposedly coming back this season as well. And the rookie tackle that they drafted, Lucas Niang, is expected back as well. He's going to be a rookie. So for the Chiefs, there's a lot of question marks as to can they protect Patrick Mahomes? We saw in the Super Bowl, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made his life a living hell. He struggled to be able to do the things he did, even though he still scrambled around and made some spectacular could have been plays. But it didn't matter at the end of the day because they couldn't put up any points. They only put up nine points against a very good Tampa defense. This is a good opportunity, in my opinion, for the Broncos' window if they keep their pass rush intact with Bradley Chubb and Von Miller keeping Shelby Harris in the fold and obviously the return of Mike Purcell on the defensive line. Devers got a legitimate chance to compete for the AFC West next year if that offense can take a jump for them in 2020. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. We're going to get into our conversation with Mike Purcell. A great one-on-one interview. Really enjoyed talking with Mike about his journey in the NFL and more. But before we do that, folks, i got to tell you about the two sponsors of today's episode of the show. That's our good friends over there, BetOnline.ag and Built Bar. But with BetOnline.ag, they're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NFL season may be over, but college football is still happening. College basketball, the NBA, and the NHL are in full swing. And BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And Built Bar, and I've been telling you about Built Bar for quite some time. It's the best-tasting protein bar on the market, and Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high fiber amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars and now is the time to find out which built bar is the best it is built bar madness folks and today's matchup is churro puff versus cookies and cream and you can go to builtbar.com or you can go to their twitter handle at built underscore bar to vote on who you believe the winner is going to be I'm going to go with cookies and cream is one of my favorite flavors that I just tried out for them. It's really hard to top that and the peanut butter crisp. So right now I'm going with cookies and cream. And remember, you can use promo code LOCKDOWN20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKDOWN20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And you can check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar as we transition into this sweet 16 of Built Bar Madness. And now Broncos Country, we're going to get into our interview with Mike Purcell. 
we sat down with him yesterday for a one-on-one discussion. I tell you what, a lot of great insight from Mike about his journey across the National Football League, his stint in the AAF, his previous experience with Vic Fangio, and even more. Really love the insight provided by Mike in Broncos country. You're going to get to know Mike Purcell a lot better. I tell you what, the Broncos, they got a good one in Purcell. So here we go, Broncos country. Let's roll the interview with Mike Purcell. Very fortunate right now to be joined here on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, by Broncos defensive lineman Mike Purcell. Folks, you guys can follow him on Twitter at M underscore Purcell 64. And also check out his website, TheMikePurcell.com, where you can purchase exclusive and comfortable merchandise that represents his brand. Mike, thank you so much for joining me here today. How are you doing, man? How's the offseason going for you? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, but uh, offseason is going good. You know, can't complain, trying to get healthy again so I can get back on that field next year. So, uh, you know, just working out, uh, getting healthy and uh, looking forward to next year. Well, and even kind of reflecting on last season, I mean, it was a, a big year for you. I mean, you know, especially being that that guy in Vic Fangio's defense where you're going to play a lot on the interior. You're going to face the guard center. You're going to face a lot of double teams. You did that, and you powered through a lot of that. Now, for you, unfortunately, 2020 ended kind of abruptly. I mean, it got off to a really great start, but you suffered a list Frank injury. How's the foot doing? I know you had surgery to repair it. Is there any kind of timeline that you're on right now with that? Uh, I'll, I'll be back to close to 100, uh, pretty much cleared fully probably near the end of May. Um, that's kind of what we're looking at right now. So it, it's been going good. Rehab's been going good, getting all that strength back. And, uh, you know, I've been, I've been feeling good. It's kind of given my, the rest of my body a chance to heal up. You know, I, unfortunately, the foot wasn't the only thing. Kind of had some knee issues, but everything's feeling great. Shoulders are feeling good. And, uh, you know, like I said, looking forward to next year. But it, it's, it's been nice to kind of, you know, in a way, get a little bit of a break from the game. And uh, especially after two years ago, you know, I, I went straight from the AF in the season. And, you know, it was a long year. And then uh, obviously 2020, the year, the bad year overall, outside of football and for me inside of football as well. Um, you know, just, just looking forward to bounce back. Absolutely. You know, one of the things, too, you know, watching the film when you were healthy here in 2020, I mean, you were disruptive on the interior. I mean, you and Shelby Harris together, I mean, helped contribute to where the Broncos, they were a top five defense all together. And that was really against the run and what you guys were able to do. Uh, You know, what was it like playing with Shelby? You know, I know, unfortunately, you know, your season ended a little earlier than you anticipated. But also for you, despite the fact that your season ended, what was the bond like in that position room, even though that you weren't able to be on the field with those guys? Well, playing next to Shelby is a great time. You know, he's a, I think everybody knows the goosebumps that he is. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's that guy. It could be, you know, fourth quarter, under two minutes left, goal line stand, and he's that guy that'll be next to you and tap your opposite shoulder from behind, and you look that way, and he's like, made you look. And you're like, really? Like, <laughs> game's on the line. We got fourth and inches, you know, fourth and goal, whatever it may be. And, but he's that guy. I mean, he's that guy on and off the field, and, he doesn't change, so, um, you know, it, it's been great to play next to him and, and as well as all the other guys. You know, obviously, you got to play with Jarrell, um, you know, unfortunately for the time being and in his short time here, uh, you know, he got injured as well, you know, just a, just a rough year. But, you know, being next to those guys, you know, they're great leaders on and off the field. And then it, it's kind of nice, you know, we were – it's kind of weird to call. I still don't feel old but I am, you know, I'm about to turn 30. <laughs> but, uh, you know, taking all these other guys under our wings, you know, it, it, it's been great. The, the cohesion in the D-line room is great. 
You know, we uh, we love to mess around with each other, but, you know, when it comes down to it, we're going to have each other's back. And I think that's so. always important, too. You know, one thing that stands out, I don't know if you've ever caught this. I mean, you probably know this more than anybody else, but, you know, for me, I get access to the All-22, but most of the time I watch the game on the game broadcast. And I tell you what, I when you're out there on the field, do you sometimes hear Coach Kolar screaming? Because I hear him on the broadcast sometimes, even with the crowd noise and the announcers. I mean, he is a loud guy. What's it like working with Coach? Oh, man, you can hear him loud and clear. And it, it was even more amplified this year with stadiums not being full or being empty. You know, it's you can hear it as clear as day from the opposite sideline. You know, it's Bill's got that voice that just travels. And, uh, you know, if he's yelling, it's, you know, he's yelling about something. So you got to listen, you know. But uh, Bill's been great. You know, he's he's welcomed me ever since I got here. And, uh you know, we've, we've learned a lot, even from each other. You know, obviously, I know a lot of this defense before, but, you know, Bill's been a great coach in this in this league and obviously played. And, you know, there's so much that he's taught. And, uh, you know, it's been great, you know. But obviously, you know, when you hear that voice, you know something's going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, you kind of reference your time uh, in this defensive system. Going back to San Francisco from 2013 to 2016, you had the opportunity to work with Coach Levitt and obviously Coach Fangio. Uh, you know, was that uh, one of the easier points for you coming into the Denver Broncos organization in 2019 to, to where you really didn't almost miss a stride because you've had familiarity with the terminology that Vic's defense has provided? What was that like for you in that transition? Because I know it was a, a crazy year for you. You mentioned obviously being in the AAF with Salt Lake and, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. now you're on the Broncos roster and, and you're starting. And, and you're getting that in, you know, on-field contribution there. Uh, was there any kind of delay, or did it almost seem like second nature coming back into Vic's system? No, I think it was uh, it, it was a big advantage for me, you know, to know that defense, especially you know, like you said, coming from the AEF. You know, I spent a year completely out of the league after my I spent some time in Kansas City. Uh, they let me go after preseason and was a free agent all year round. Uh, for the rest of the year. And so, you know, when that AAF opportunity came around, I jumped on it. You know, I told the GM that we had there, Randy Mueller, I was like, I just I just want to play football. You know, it's it wasn't necessarily, you know, this is my last shot to get back to the NFL. At that time, missing that whole season, I had just said, you know, I want to just play football. You know, I'm not done playing football. This is my life right now. And, uh, you know, when I did get that chance after the, the league folding, you know, I got that chance in Denver. It was a week-long, uh, you know, Vic was obviously the new head coach, so it was a week-long uh, mini camp. They had the extra mini camp, And, uh, you know, they called my agent and said, you know, we want this mini camp to be like the tryout. And, you know, I was like, that's fine, you know. I'm not – at least it's a, a full week. Uh, you know, I got three days of mini camp rather than, you know, you go to some places and – you get put through a 20-minute workout, and it's not even football. Um, so it was a big advantage. You know, I knew the defense coming in there, and, you know, it, it definitely helped me. And it, at the time, I was even not able to help, you know, all these other guys on the D-line to to kind of catch on to this system. The system isn't easy. Um, you know, he, he's an old-school coach, and, you know, but it, it, obviously, you know, things work. Uh, why fix something that's not broke? So, uh it was a big advantage, you know, to come in here and know the defense. And and it was definitely kind of – it brought back memories, kind of flashbacks. It just all kind of flowed. Um, coming into the NFL, you know, your rookie season, you know, you got 100 different people telling you to do different things. You know, you got to do this, got to do that. You know, I was sitting in there, and I was an undrafted free agent, signed to San Francisco, who just came out of the Super Bowl. Uh, they lost to, to Baltimore. But – uh 
You know, at that time, that defensive line was just, it was great. You know, they had just signed Glenn Dorsey. They had Ian Williams at nose tackle. Justin Smith, Ray McDonald. You had Ahmad Brooks, Alden Smith on the outside. You got Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman behind you in the secondaries. You know, they're all great players as well. It's, uh, you know, it was, you know, you're stepping into some big shoes. Uh, so getting in there, buckling down and knowing the defense was one of the biggest things. And, you know, I spent a lot of time in that playbook. So to come back at this point in my career and uh, and have that defense, you know, it, it was, like you said, kind of second nature, kind of just all came right back to me. And like I said, it was a big advantage. And Broncos country, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to continue on with our conversation here with Mike Purcell. But before we do that, folks, i got to tell you guys about the other sponsor of today's episode of the show. That's our good friends over there, rockauto.com. And one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or 100% more for the same exact auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com where the price is always reliable low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything that you could be looking for, whether it's an engine control module, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet, whether it's for that new project that you got going on in your garage or your daily driver. You get everything that you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your doorstep. And the RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkable easy to navigate you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle based on year make model brands specifications and even the prices you prefer and like i said prices are always reliably low at rockauto.com and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts elsewhere when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write lockdown broncos in there how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Well, and it, you know, obviously it paid off too. your knowledge of the playbook, your ability to be that plug and play guy, obviously coming in in 2019, uh, contributing in a big way for the Broncos against the run and also getting to the quarterback, creating quarterback pressures. 2020, we saw a, a massive step forward for you. And that led to a three year contract extension by the organization. Now, you know, for for you, I know your journey, the ups and downs of going through the, the brutal businesses, the NFL and and organizations having different needs at that time there. What was it like for you and your family to get that phone call and say, hey, hey, Mike, we're going to extend you for three years. We appreciate your hard work, and we're looking forward to seeing what you can do in the future. Oh, man, it was just a big blessing. You know, it's kind of a, you know, I, I hate to do it at the time because, you know, you never really want to be, you're never really satisfied. Um, you know, I, I want to keep that kind of mindset. You know, I'm never really satisfied because I can always know, I can, I can always improve, can always get better. Um but, you know, to get to that point in my career, this point in my career, you know, and to have that, you know, it was just kind of, you know, a pat on the back. You know, I'm, I'm working in the right direction and, uh, you know, hard work's paying off, you know, and, and it's not done yet. You know, I, I don't ever want to stop and, you know, I'm going to play as long as I can, you know, and to have this opportunity in my hometown team as well, it's just been, it's been tremendous and just a, a big blessing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's well-deserved, too. I mean, your impact on the field, I think, speaks for itself. You know, you and Shelby Harris, I feel like you guys probably gel a lot because your journeys in the NFL were very similar in terms of just really trying to find the right fit for you. 
and obviously, you know, for Denver. So I think uh, Broncos fans are really hoping that, you know, they can also retain Shelby as well to keep him on board. I actually had Shelby on the podcast last week, and uh, one of the questions I threw towards him, uh, you know, towards the end, you know, I noticed you guys are playing Warzone all the time, and I, you know, I asked Shelby, I said, hey, I, you know, mm-hmm. between you, Mike, Cortland, Vaughn, uh, and even Draymond, who is the best at Warzone? And, you know, he actually threw you a lob and alley-oop there. He said that you're probably the, the nicer on the sticks than most everybody else. And so, uh, you know, what do you have to do on that? Do you guys are, how competitive you guys get in that? Uh, it, it's always a great time. You know, it, it's, you know, it's off season now. And, you know, you don't really always get the opportunity to play during season. But, you know, when it's off season, you kind of, you get the workout going, you get the time with the family, you know, for once in a while, you get to sit down and, Obviously, you got a lot more time on the hands, so uh, you just kind of throw back, play the game, and uh, my wife hates it, but, you know. <laughs> Mine does, too. It's, it's, she's, uh, I, I just started streaming, so, you know, it's kind of helped build the brand. You know, I I, I, I don't always want to be known as just the football guy, and, and I always tell people this, but, like, when I'm on the field, when it's game time, people probably don't want to know me. They don't want to know the person I am on the field. I'm, I'm not a nice guy on the field, obviously, you know. It's part of the job. But, uh, you know, I don't want people to see me like that always. You know, sometimes, you know, when I'm on the field and fans say something when I'm on and off the field, I mean, I, I don't – I'm just kind of in the zone. You know, I don't always pay attention to it. Uh, you know, I don't want to be looked at as, like, you know, the main guy that just ignores the fans. You know, I, I want to step out. And, and this is even kind of outside my comfort zone. You know, just sit there and stream online and, you know, people are sitting there watching you, talking to you. It, but it's a way to open up, and I can I can get in touch with the fans in a different way, and it's something that I like to do as well. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, I like it, that. Yeah, to do it with the teammates, you know, there's a lot of guys who play the game, and there's a lot of guys that are good. You know, I don't know if he said I was second best behind him or what. <laughs> I actually think I actually think he said yeah. you were pretty nice. You know, he was he kind of worded it in the phrase that you know I'm really good at that. You know, he, he even kind of alluded that you know I'm trying to find a new game to play because you know we're just we're so good. We're, you know, we're always getting all these W's. But uh, you know, I think uh, he threw you a bone. He said, "Yeah, you know, Mike Mike is really nice on the stick." So I was yeah. like, "Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. You have something there." But I think it, I think it's a great buildup too because the NFLPA they they've been really running this offseason with the uh, athlete and movement, which I think is super important. And I had this conversation with a lot of Broncos fans at times because you know fans they get emotionally caught up in the outcome of a game, and you know, and I always try to remind them that players are just as frustrated. You know, like if, if they don't win, if the outcome is not in their favor, of course they're frustrated, mm-hmm. they're upset too. You know, but here's the deal. They're more than just a football player. At the end of the day, they go home. They have families. They're their husband, brother. Uh, you know everything along those lines. There. So I mean, and I think that once we can get to the point where fans understand just the nature that look, football is fun. I mean, we all we all love it. But at the end of the day, it's more than just being a football player. And I love that you're trying to amplify that, especially with your brand. And I think you do things the right way too, because you were one of those players that does interact with a lot of the fans, and that's always important. Um, but one of the other things I kind of want to throw at you too, obviously with the the season coming up, I mean it's going to be a virtual capacity for the most part. But as I'm seeing several players, you know, they're coming to the facility, they're getting a workout in. Obviously the cafeteria, you're know, being able to eat right too during the off season is great. Uh, treatment, uh, we see a lot of that happening. What kind of goals do you have for this upcoming season? Even though that the off season will be virtual, I mean, what are your hopes for the off season and then coming into the regular season? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, first and foremost, obviously, is just to get back to 100 percent so I can play you know, the way that I'm expected to play. Um, and, you know, it, it, to have a new GM come in, you know, George Payton coming in here, and, you know, I obviously got a lot of eyes on me. Um, 
you know, I just kept the extension and unfortunately I got hurt right after the extension. So, you know, I'm, I mean, it, it happens. Some people might see, but like, oh, well, this guy got paid and now he's hurt. You know, I, I don't want it to be viewed that way. You know, um, I feel like I earned every, every dollar that I've been paid and, you know, I'm going to continue to prove my worth. You know, it, it's for me, it's, you know, I just got to get back to the way I was playing and just continue to improve and, you know, help, help get this team back to a, the winning team it is, you know, and I had conversations with people and they're just like, you know, would you rather, you know, you we're going to get to the Super Bowl, right? We're going to get to the playoffs. And I had one guy, the first thing he said, he's like, you know, it's Pro Bowl for you next year, right? And I'm like, well, I, I, I'd honestly rather the team win a Super Bowl before I ever got like a Pro Bowl accolade or, you know, some sort of personal accolade. Uh, not that I wouldn't want it, of course, but, um, you know, I, I'd rather team the team succeed before, you know, my own self-success. Like, and that's so important these days, you know, in terms of selflessness. You know, we know the NFL is a brutal business in terms of how, you know, some teams operate. But at the end of the day, you guys are all working towards one common goal. And, and the conversations I have with players, it seems like that locker room, you guys are very tight-knit together, which I think is absolutely important. And, and that's something that, you know, too, as a former coach and player, I valued when I played the game. Uh, but in speaking of all, all that route there, there's actually a big event coming up for you this next month as you're set to be inducted into the Highlands Ranch High School Hall of fame and high school football is so important i know you keep up on your alma mater but i want you to talk to me about how important this is for you and just your experience in high school football and maybe how you view it now like what is your outlook now that you know you've gone through the college grind the nfl looking back at your times in high school has anything changed with how you fell in love with the game um you know it's i mean first and foremost it's exciting to be inducted in the hall of fame you know i never would have never expected that for sure. You know, I just, to me, I was just out there playing the game, you know, but to think back, you know, my goals coming up, especially in high school was, you know, I want to go, I obviously want to play the next level. Um, And in my eyes, for me at the time, it was, I want to go D1 and D1 only. And looking back, you know, I I probably could have opened it up a lot more uh, to certain options. I still wasn't heavily recruited. Um, but you know, to, I, I guess I was kind of tunnel vision to, to division one, you know, and I kind of got to Wyoming and, you know, the whole pressure of being a college student, you know, I'm obviously living on my own now in the dorms. Um, but just the workload that, you know, progressed even into college, you know, you got to go to class, you got to do this, you got to workouts, practice, study hall. Um, you know, my grades slipped big time, uh, my freshman, the first semester of my freshman year, uh, to the point that my coach had me do study hall six o'clock every morning in his office next to him while he's doing game plan for the week or whatever it was, you know, recruiting all that stuff. And it helped my grades jump back up. Obviously, you know, I got a lot more time and got nothing else to do, but right then sitting there doing all my schoolwork and. But it helped me manage my time. So to, to think back, you know, and if I could give best advice, you know, schoolwork is – school itself is the biggest thing, you know. You, you can't always just rely on sports. You know, it's not going to get you everywhere. You know, it'll get you to a point. But then at the same time, you got to have some sort of academic um, sense uh, to get to where you want to be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, growing up, football and the way I kind of viewed things – you know, I wouldn't change much, honestly. Uh, 
people always ask growing up when I was a little kid, you know, what's, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, and I told them, I was like, yeah, I want to play in the NFL. And people obviously knowing the statistics are like, all right, well, really, like, you know, realistically, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wouldn't change my answer. Like, I'm going to play in the NFL. Like, you don't want to believe it, that's fine. Like, but that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm lucky, lucky enough and blessed enough to, to be here today. Well, I think when you look back at the end of the day, I mean, just your your journey, obviously being inducted into the Highlands Ranch High School Hall of Fame, I think is big. But, you know, when you look back at the overall journey, the ups, the downs, trials and tribulations, I think it's safe to say that uh, those journeys helped you persevere. And, and you, like you could definitely tell, I mean, you have a great mindset, you have a great attitude towards it. And it's very exciting, you know, Mike, and I know Broncos country is very excited to see what the team can do in 2020. I know it didn't end the way that most fans had anticipated, or even the players in the organization anticipated last season but there are a lot of things to build on and carry over and certainly I know that you're one of those key cogs that we're all looking at and we're all excited to see what you can do and you have a whole uh, whole support behind you between Broncos Countryman so uh, yeah, I appreciate you so much for jumping on taking some time out of your off season to be able to hop on here and conduct an interview man it means a lot to me and uh, I know Broncos Country is going to appreciate the insight as well. No I appreciate it you know I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I appreciate all the fan base and you know, appreciate all the fans out there you know it, it, it definitely we're looking for everything to go on the up as well. And we're working that way. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. And Broncos Country, just a reminder, if you guys aren't already following Mike on Twitter, I mean, you guys are missing out, but you can follow him at M underscore Purcell 64. And also, like I mentioned, please go check out his website at www.themikepurcell.com. And like I said, you can purchase yourself some exclusive, comfortable merchandise that Mike provides out there to help represent his brand. Big things in store for Mike Purcell here in 2021. 